Hey there. This week, I'm talking about a gift that's highly specific, which makes it one of the most fun types of gifts. It's that thing that could only be for one special person. Plus, a children's museum is the recipient of my cash and, of course, my unsolicited advice. Use your words. All right, let me tell you all about it. This is 52 Gifts, and I'm Bernadette, here to tell you about my big, little project to bring more smiles to the people in my life by sending them the perfect gifts. For birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, or mainly just because, this is where I share all the details with you so you can enjoy these 52 gifts, too. Hi, thanks for dropping in to hear about this week's gift. It's week number 35, and I've been busy sending gifts left and right. I try really hard not to tell you about the repeats, but I did send a gift of soup from Spoonful of Comfort, which I covered in week 12. It's called C is for Cookie, if you want to go back and listen. I sent that to a friend who was recovering from surgery. But the gift I want to focus on this week, a new one, is something that's very specific. It's not soup or flowers or olive oil or magnets, all great gifts by the way, but it's that once in a blue moon item that you find that only works if you give it to one particular person. This week's gift was so perfect, in fact, that I purchased it months and months in advance. In this case, it was a special edition comic book for my brother-in-law, Dave. It's a Superman comic that was published in January of 2018 by DC Comics. What made this comic book so perfect, though, was the cover art. This comic had variant covers created by the artist David Mack, who is an Emmy-nominated New York Times bestselling author and artist of Kabuki. He is a renowned comic book artist and writer, and he has the same name as my super cool brother-in-law, David Mack, who, while not an artist and having no Emmys to his name that I'm aware of, is a very important person in his own right. He's the guy that can do the corporate taxes of the family business. He's the one that you've got on speed dial when you're negotiating the purchase of a surprise car for your husband's 40th birthday. True story. And he's the guy who makes the best breakfast sandwiches on every big family vacation. He's also the guy who will pick up the phone and call you just to check in from time to time. If that's not special, I don't know what is. And my kids think he's an uncle who can leap tall buildings in a single bound, to make a Superman reference. They're really blessed to have some terrific uncles, which I know is not always the case in families. I found this comic book in another one of my favorite Stanton, Virginia stores, and the sticker that said David Mack, variant number one, just caught my eye. 
I saw it and obviously, you know, recognized the name right away. And I had a vague recollection that our David Mack enjoyed or collected comic books back in the day. So I thought this just couldn't be more perfect. Knowing his birthday was months away, I had to put it downstairs on the gift table and just let it sit there for months. And that's really hard to do when you're excited about something. Also, speaking of a gift table, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but someone once told me about their gift closet, which I realize probably a lot of people have, but it sounded so great and so awful to me at the same time. Like, it's great because you're proactive, you're prepared, you are ready whenever an occasion arises. You never miss your niece's birthday. It's amazing. But awful because of the amount of restraint it takes to procure a gift, something that you know someone will absolutely love and adore, and then let it just wait there. Like, what? So much could happen. They could get that thing in the meantime. Or you could just forget about the gift being in there and miss the opportunity. And it's just sitting there burning a hole in your closet. But because I've been so active with gifting this year, having a version of the gift closet does come in handy. It ends up being worth the torture to have that gift available and ready and waiting for me as soon as I need it. And I'm so glad that I picked up this comic book. It's a really perfect only for you type of gift for my brother-in-law, Dave. All right, sidebar, I just want to say that sometimes this podcast can feel a little bit dorky or embarrassing because I'm like week after week spelling out specific details about people and really telling you about them and why I think they're cool or nice or deserving of a gift. But I really think it's awesome to call people out for the things that are great about them. I mean, We certainly call people out for things we don't like about them, so why not be just as forthcoming about the positive things? Honestly, some people who show up on this podcast that I'm talking about may never even hear what I have to say, but that doesn't really matter because it's still a good exercise to think about all of the things I like about the people around me. Alright, now it's time for the donation of the week, which went to Explore More Discovery Museum. It's a children's museum and activity space located in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I made my donation here this week because I put out a call to all of my B-mail subscribers to nominate themselves for a gift and to be featured on the podcast. I asked them to tell me why I should give to their organization. And here's what Kelly from Explore More had to say. 
because we believe every child deserves to experience the joy and wonder found in creating their own adventure through enriching play in a safe, inclusive environment. Be a part of a child's joy. Support play at Explore More today. Sounds really nice. I'm a big fan of children's museums. I think I told you that when I covered the Children's Museum in Lynchburg, and that name, the name of that place is escaping me, but it is in a past episode, and I think it's Power Trip. And so if you want to go back and listen to that, I wax poetic on the virtues of children's museums. <laughs> so naturally, I was inclined to donate. Plus, I was already familiar with Explore More. I've met some of their staff at conferences and speaking engagements, and I've seen that they do great marketing and fundraising work, especially in community campaigns that I've seen. So I was fully on board with this nomination and happy to give. As usual, I want to touch on a couple of things about my experience on their website and the process of making a donation. I'm thinking about making the format of this section one thing I like and one thing that could be improved. The truth is, we all have room for improvement, even the best of the best. I think offering something I like and something that I think could be worked on is really helpful. So here's what I liked best about Explore More. They have a nice, clean website. It's at iexploremore.com, and I'll link it in the show notes, of course. But they have clear calls to action for membership, signing up for events, all of the things that people would want to do on their site. It's very clear. I did have to scroll all the way to the bottom of the page to find a donate button, and I'd really like to see that in the top right because people expect the donate button to be up there. And so... I feel like everyone should just put it there. Here's one thing that I think could be improved. Right next to the donate button is a button called join our mailing list. And that wording is not my favorite. It would be great if Explore More could try out using some text that explains why they should get on the list. Something like get notified about special programs and events or Get our latest news and events delivered to your inbox. Or if you prefer the negative version, don't miss out on our special programs and events. Sign up today. Naturally, we think that join our mailing list is obvious. You're signing up to get emails, and so you'll get information about programs and events. But what the staff think is obvious doesn't always work in the marketplace. It's important to be pretty literal when it comes to calls to action. Inferences aren't effective. Imagine if this were a product ad and it just said, buy this yogurt. The people at the company think, well, everyone knows that Greek yogurt has more protein. And if they buy this yogurt instead of regular yogurt, they'll get more protein in their diet. It's pretty obvious. Well, That would never work for advertising. At the very least, that yogurt brand has to say, get more delicious protein in every cup, 
or start your morning with 300% more protein versus other yogurts. I'm making that up, but you know what I mean. They tell you what you're getting, not what to do. Buy this yogurt is a lot like get on our mailing list. And listen, we've all gotten into this way of thinking, myself included, that less words is better. But that's not what studies show works in a lot of cases. More often than not, more is more. It's a hard switch to make, I know, especially if you enjoy being sarcastic, clever, and punny as much as I do. Being very literal feels stodgy and basic, but in terms of digital conversions, it's often the most effective. In any case, it might be a good exercise to give your calls to action a little review. How can they be clearer, more descriptive? How can you test out some new copy? I have one more thing to mention, but I said I was sticking with one thing to improve. And plus, this is one that I mention nearly every single week, and that's how many clicks it took me to get to the donation page. So there, I mentioned it without really mentioning it. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to hear about Super Uncle Dave and his comic book birthday present and the Explore More Discovery Museum in Harrisonburg, Virginia. See you next week. If you're enjoying the show, consider telling a friend about it or sharing it on your social media platforms. You can also support the show financially for as little as a dollar a week. You can check out the details of that on my website at bernadettemack.com forward slash 52 gifts. Please also take a moment to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to the show right now. 52 Gifts is produced and hosted by Bernadette Mack. Our writer is Bernadette Mack with research provided by Bernadette Mack. Our editor is Bernadette Mack. Social media support provided by, you guessed it, Bernadette Mack. See you next week. Thank you, ladies.